Everything's safe, said Dennis. Under control, what do you think? Joyriders, we checked the plate, stolen from Manchester earlier this. Control to 354, come in please, 354, over. I'll get it. Janet picked up the radio. 354 to control, over. Domestic dispute reported at number 35 The Hill, repeat, 35 The Hill. Can you respond, over. Christ, a bloody domestic. No copper like domestics, especially at this time in the morning. Will do, Janet sighed, looking at her watch. ETA, three minutes. 35 The Hill was a small, detached, red-brick residence between a plot of allotments and a row of shops. It wasn't much bigger than a cottage, with a low-walled, overgrown garden and a modern garage attached. There's a light on in the hall said Janet. He got out of the car and walked up the path. Somewhere the first birds began to chatter. Sparrows, most likely, Janet thought. Mice with wings. Seeing no doorbell, she knocked on the door. No response. She knocked harder, then looked through the letterbox. She could make out a figure sprawled on the floor at the bottom of the stairs, a woman's figure. Right, let's go in. Dennis charged the door with his shoulder. Poor technique, Janet thought. She'd have used her foot. But Dennis was a second row forward, she reminded herself, and his shoulders had been pushed up against so many arseholes in their time that they had to be strong. The door crashed open and Dennis cannonballed into the hallway with Janet right behind him. She knelt beside the woman on the floor and felt for a pulse, weak but steady. One side of her face was bathed in blood, which seemed to be coming from one deep cut just above her left ear. Bastard, Janet thought. Whoever did this. Take care of her, said Dennis, heading upstairs. I'll look round. Janet took her personal radio from her belt hook and called for an ambulance. She was lucky it worked on the hill. UHF radios were notoriously subject to black spots. Then Dennis came downstairs, shaking his head. Bastard's not up there. He headed towards the back of the house and hadn't been gone more than a minute when Janet heard him call out, Come here! Look at this! Janet was reluctant to leave the woman alone, but, curious, she walked towards the kitchen, which was in darkness. Down here! Hurry! To Janet's right, three steps led down to a landing lit by a bare bulb. There was a door, most likely to the garage, she thought, and more steps down to the cellar. Dennis was standing near the bottom in front of another door, on which was pinned a poster of a naked woman. She lay back on a brass bed with her legs wide open, fingers tugging at the edges of her vagina, smiling down over large breasts at the viewer, inviting, beckoning him inside. Dennis stood before it, grinning. Bastard! Where's your sense of humour? It's not funny. Janet could see faint flickering light under the door. She also noticed a peculiar odour. It smelled like decay. Decay and sandalwood incense. She walked down the final few steps. Adrenaline was pumping in her veins now. Dennis stood aside and bowed from the waist. Ladies first. Slowly, Janet reached out 
and the door swung open. With Dennis only inches behind her, she stepped into the cellar. She barely had time to register her first impressions. Mirrors, dozens of lit candles surrounding a mattress on the floor, a girl on the mattress naked and bound, the terrible smell, despite the incense, like blocked drains and rotten meat, the crude charcoal drawings on the walls, before it happened. He came from one of the cellar's dark corners. Dennis turned and the machete slashed across his cheek, slicing it open from the eye to the lips. Then the man slashed again across his throat. Dennis made a gurgling sound and went to his knees, eyes wide open. Warm blood gushed across Janet's face and sprayed onto the whitewashed walls. The man still seemed intent on hacking at Dennis. That gave Janet time to slip out her side-handled baton.